0: And even though this is a running podcast, and even though we are all runners, and even though our running is very important to all of us, in an honest moment, it's probably safe to say that running is not the most important thing for any of us. Episode 769 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, surviving a perfect storm. Uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip, just want to take a second and thank uh, some folks who jumped on board recently to support the show via Patreon. There's actually been a, a decent little influx of folks in the last month and a half or so, and, and for one reason or another, I haven't gotten a chance to properly thank uh, some folks. So thanks to Greg, to Brandon, uh, I'm sorry, Brendan, not Brandon, Brendan, uh, Greg, Brendan, Eric, Bill, and David, thank you guys for for jumping on board in the last couple of days, or a couple of weeks, or the last month or so, uh, and and you know just helping to support the show financially. You know, it's it's uh, it's certainly appreciated because I'm going to do the show whether people are supporting it, you know, via Patreon or not. But uh, you know, those those few bucks a month, that cup of coffee, that proverbial cup of coffee each month, um, obviously helps to to keep the lights on, keep the show going, keep the show growing, uh, working towards, uh, upgrading some of the software to help make the, um, the, the guest recordings much more, you know, equally high quality. Sometimes the guests have a great setup and it's a pretty good, good call. Sometimes it's a little bit, uh, sketchy. You all know, you, you've listened. Um, and so trying to work on getting some, some software setups that, uh, are easy to use for the folks that I talk to when I, you know, do the the interviews online um, to try to make things a little bit better, a little bit higher quality uh, across the board and the Patreon money, Patreon support definitely goes towards doing that. So, thank you guys for for jumping on board and if you're if you're not on board yet or if you were but you, you know, for some reason one reason or another, all for many good reasons, people drop off all the time. Uh, if you want to get back on board, patreoncom slash Dizruns is the link. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash disruns take you to my page you can pledge as much as you want as little as you want a dollar five ten fifteen whatever whatever works for you comes out each month you can edit your your pledge or your support at any time you know if your situation changes you need to cut back a little bit you you can do that no hard feelings if you need to cancel it altogether you can do that too certainly no hard feelings there as well Um, and also I'm in the process as you're listening to this perhaps I'm in the process right now of kind of changing the reward structure so instead of just giving you a little a little perk a little, uh, a little bonus, a little goodie for for when you first sign up to support the show. I'm working on making it be something where the longer that you continue to support, the more rewards or the more options that you get for you know as a way of of saying thank you, a, a tangible way of saying thank you for for your support. So uh, you can check that out. Maybe done right now, Patreon.com/slash/dizruns. It may be another day or two, um, and then once it's once it's kind of complete, maybe I'll come back on and mention mention a few of the little perks that are involved. But uh, it'll be kind of a la carte. You can choose choose your own adventure. No, no, you know you know me. No one size fits all. So no one size fits all rewards either. You, you what do you want? We'll see if we can make it work for you uh, based on your support. So thank you uh, once again to Greg, Brendan, Eric, Bill, and David, and obviously. To everybody who's been supporting the show, uh continues to support the show, or has, you know, been a patron in the past, certainly do appreciate it. Patreon.com slash disruns if you uh wanna wanna get in on the fun. So today we are talking about perfect storms. And this is a, a topic that kind of came up. Um just the other day it it just was something that wasn't even on my radar but uh you may have you may remember that I've mentioned once or twice that every Wednesday or just about every Wednesday um I have a a video call a Skype call with a couple of past guests of the show who are also running coaches and uh you know we we chat for an hour and kind of talk about our businesses talk about um our clients a little bit, not, not in any way that identifies anybody, but in a way of, you know, if there's something we're struggling with or something we're not sure how to address or something that, uh, has got a scratch in our head. We've tried this, we've tried that we've tried the other. And and with, you know, this particular person, it's not working. We'll throw it out there to the group, give, give some details, give some, some context, maybe not details, specific details, but context. Um, and then, you know, use, use the power of each other's experience to try to come up with ways to, uh, make sure sh- you know t- to try to help the athletes that we coach as much as possible so we talk business we talk um, you know we talk strategy we talk science we talk you know new research we talk all those things each and every week Um, and this past week one of the the topics of discussion it was really the the primary topic of discussion was relating to fall schedules and it kind of during the course of the the conversation was something that I hadn't thought about specifically. I hadn't like put all these pieces together of how fall can really become a perfect storm of just craziness, you know, when you're looking at running life and everything in between. So what do I mean? What am I talking about when I say, uh, that fall can be kind of the perfect storm that, that really can, you know, topsize you can then really can make it hard to get through unscathed through, you know, September into the early part of, of October, kind of the the early part of fall. So, you know, as I've said before, life is going to life, right? Life is always going to happen. Something's going to, going to happen. Uh, we've got, we've got so many different things that are pulling at us. We've got Work. We've got family. We've got you know ex- like immediate family. You know, spouse, partner, kids, th- things like that. We've got extended family. We've got you know parents and siblings and cousins and and whatever. All of those extended dynamics, in laws perhaps. Um, we've got we've got obviously our friends, our close friends, our our you know online friends maybe. Um, but we've got different levels of, of friends. We've got social calendars that we have got to go on. And oh yeah, by the way, as runners, we also have training. You know, we have our, our running life, our running calendar, our our, our training schedule. That we're trying to adhere to and you've probably heard me talk about the value of routine how I'm a very much a creature of habit and I definitely do do better when I can be in my routine than I, I am when I'm just flying by the seat of my pants trying to hold on and make it through I, I like routine I like structure as much as that pains me to say it I do better when I have something of a routine now it doesn't have to be ironclad, etched in stone, no no wiggle room at all. In fact, that's probably a, a bad way to look at routine. But having some general guideposts along the way helped me big time. Knowing what I do on certain days as far as training, as far as work, as far as family stuff, having a routine is good for me. And I don't know if I verbalized this much during the summer, some of you may know because of the Facebook group or certainly some of the Diz Runners know this because I've probably mentioned it here, there, and, and, and everywhere. Um, but during the summer, my routine got a little bit out of whack, as it does when you have school-aged kids, right? Because all of a sudden, kids aren't in school anymore. Um, my wife's kind of switched her role at at the school where she works, at the school where Addison goes, so that she was no longer a uh, 12-month uh, administrative position. She's now, uh, teaching and loving it. And so happy. I'm so happy for her to make the, the switch. It's, it's, uh, improved things on a lot of fronts, which maybe we'll get into at some point down the road as well. But, uh, she's, she's teaching. So she was off her 12 month contract ended at the end of June. And then her teaching contract didn't begin until the start of August. So she was off for the month of July. So that was a, a dynamic that we had to, you know, it wasn't a huge deal, but all of a sudden, you know, I go from working at home, and having, you know, having the day to myself to be as productive as possible, then all of a sudden I've got two girls at home with me, and then and they're trying to let me work. But you know, you go out to get a cup of coffee, and Daddy, check this out, or Rebecca's like, Hey, you know, I need to tell you something, or whatever little things, but just those little things that derail the routine. So you finally get things going, finally get into the routine, and then what happens? School starts, and this is where kind of the, the fall perfect storm can happen. So like for me, I was finally getting getting the hang of things, kind of getting figuring things out. And then all of a sudden, my routine gets upturned again because now the girls are at school all day, Um, which is, which actually probably helped it, helped me get into a better routine. Um, But it's still, there's a little bit of an adjustment period. And so, you know, when you're looking at the fall, especially those of you that maybe don't start school as early as we do down here, but you're getting in, you know, at this point, second week of September, I think pretty much everybody that that goes to school in September is in school by now college, university, preschool, whatever it is, up and down, people are in school. And so if you have school age kids, you might figure out the routine for the summer, but then school starts and the routine switches again. So now you, now you're re reestablishing a new routine, but it's not, it's not just isolated. It's not, that's not the only thing that is changing, you know, because of having to figure out the school routine. Maybe you just have one child. And so, you know, maybe it's it's the returning to the same school, you know, Addison's going to the same school that she went to last year, same hours, nothing's really changed on that front. So, so, you know, it's readjusting, but it's it's familiar. But what happens if you have two kids and maybe last year they were both in elementary school, but this year the older one is in middle school. So now not only are you reestablishing kind of an old maybe familiar habit, but a routine, but now you're in a completely whoa, what is going on with this new school and the new new start times and figuring out how to drop them both off in the morning or pick them up both in the afternoon or divide and conquer with your with your spouse or your partner. I mean, there's, there's a whole host of dynamics that we have to balance and figure out once school starts. Throw into that mix the fact that if you're training for a fall marathon, if you're training for something that is in October or early November, this is the time of year, once we get past Labor Day here in the States, once we get past the, the first week of September, that the mileage starts to pick up a little bit. You know, depending on, on your race day, you might be into the, the 16 to 18 mile per week long run. Maybe you're getting up towards 20. Maybe you're one of those crazy people that, that is like me, I'm kind of one of them too, that likes to do a, a 22 or a 23 miler in preparation for a marathon. So you're, you're crossing the 20 mile threshold. Well, that takes some time, you know, all of a sudden those Saturday long runs where you're, you know, where, where you got out early in the morning during the summer months to kind of try to beat the heat and you're home shortly after dawn. Well, now you're getting out maybe at the same time, but you're out twice as long instead of being back home at seven o'clock or seven 30. Now you're not home until nine, nine thirty, 30, maybe 10 o'clock to cover twice as many miles. And depending on your training plan and 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 what you're what you're trying to do during the week, maybe your training during the week is all messed up too, because you got to be home in time to take the kids to school. You got to have your run finished up in time to help get the kids going, to get them up out of bed, to get the lunches packed, to get to get breakfast ready, to get them in the car, to get them to where they need to be, to sit in the car line. All of all of those things that you don't have to worry about in the summertime. So you got now, now you got more mileage, a new routine that you're adjusting to, trying to, to squeeze. You know, 26 hours into a 24 hour day. It's not, it's not working very well. Um, and then, you know, and then there's the potential of relationship stress because all those other stresses going on in your life, you know, maybe, maybe you're a single parent, which I, I don't know how you single parents do it. You, you guys are incredible, but maybe there's, there's relationship issues with, with a spouse partner, maybe because you're stressed, there's relationship issues at work. You know, between managers and bosses and coworkers and and people that that report to you. There's just a whole mess of things that can happen kind of in the fall as we adjust to new routines, training volume picks up, fatigue picks up because we're training more, we're trying to take care of our body and make sure we're doing the little things so we don't break down four weeks before the race. There's a whole mess of stuff going on. Kind of creates a perfect storm. Kind of makes life... A bit more stressful. A bit more chaotic. Makes everything a bit more stressful. A bit more chaotic. And if you're not careful, you know, you're trying to juggle the balls. You're trying to spin the plates. You're trying to keep everything up in the air. If you're not careful, that perfect storm can just wipe everything out. Send all those plates crashing to the ground. And you're kind of, you know, like... I don't want to say you're kind of screwed, but you're kind of screwed. You know? Like, like everything can come off the rails if you're not careful. And... Obviously that can happen any time of year. Life has a, has a tendency to to happen year round. But during the conversation with, with Nora and Laura the other day, my, my fellow running coaches that we talk on every Wednesday, it was just like, gosh, like, yeah, there's a lot of things that can kind of happen. You know, the daylight starts to shrink, you know, the days are starting to get shorter. And so that can add, you know, instead of feeling like you can get your run in in the the evening, now it's dark. So maybe you're not comfortable doing that. Or maybe you live in a place where it's not safe to be out at at, at night. You know, so there's a whole lot of factors that kind of start to come together as we get into these, these early part of the fall months that really can make things difficult, that can really create chaos, that can really create the perfect storm that'll derail you if you're not careful. So how do you, how do you be careful? How do you prevent all of these things that, that may not be affecting you this year, but there's always that possibility, they're always lurking out there, that this, this storm could come together you know if you see it forming on the horizon how do you how do you prepare for it? If you find yourself in the midst of it, how do you keep your head above water? Well, there's there's not going to be any perfect solution. Of course, there's not there's not a silver bullet. There's not a one size fits all magic thing that you that any of us can do to make life just you know make the the seas calm and and smooth sailing. All right? But there are some things that we can do that I would encourage you to do that I try to do. Don't always don't always come through, but I try to do to try to, to avoid the storms and to, you know, if I find myself in one to try to make sure I ride it out. So one of the things I know I've talked about this before, but it's, it's been a minute. So maybe it's, it's, it's probably worth reminding is to invent time. This is the kind of my go-to thing, uh, when it comes to, you know, not having enough time, like I said, trying to squeeze 26 hours into a 24 hour day. Um, that's as far as we know, that's still completely impossible. Still cannot be done. But that said, I, I'm pretty sure that all of us, myself absolutely included, are guilty of wasting a few minutes here and there several times a day. You know, maybe you're in line at, at the Starbucks or you're sitting in the drive-through line to pick up your, your Dunkin' Coffee on the way to work. And, you know, there's three or four cars in front of you, or there's four or five people in front of you. And so, you know, you just kind of. Get out the phone and play a little Candy Crush or do a little whatever. Scroll through social media, but not with purpose. Just scroll. Maybe you're, you know, at at the kid's practice, at soccer practice or dance lessons or piano practice or whatever. And you're sitting there kind of making small talk with the other parents that are there. Or, again, you're on your phone. You're playing Candy Crush. You're scrolling mindlessly. You're whatever, not being very productive. There's a dozen different examples like that that I know I deal with on a daily basis. I'm sure that there's probably at least a couple other examples that that you might encounter on a regular basis. On the surface, there's nothing wrong with playing Candy Crush. There's nothing wrong with scrolling through social media. But when you're struggling to to find enough time to get everything in, to take care of the little things or to get as many miles as you would like to do or to just have a short conversation with your spouse or to reconnect with a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time. If we use some of those few minutes here and a few minutes there, you might be able you might be surprised at how much time you can quote unquote invent to help get you know, 26 hours in your 24 hour day. You know, when you when you're at the coffee shop, waiting to to get uh, the mocha focha choca loca loca loca, whatever it is. Maybe send a send a little text message to your to your partner. Say, hey, love you. Hope you're having a great morning. Or reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in months and just be like, Hey, how's it going? Haven't heard from you in a while. I know you're busy. I've been busy. It's, life's been crazy. When you get a second, we'd just love to hear what's up. Takes you two seconds to send it out. Pro tip: you can even kind of copy that, save it on your on your phone, and just you know, paste, copy paste to different people. Hit one or two people. You know, I've heard I've heard it said: just scroll to the bottom of your text messages, your your oldest you know text message on your phone. Somebody that you probably haven't talked to in months, maybe years, and just send that message. Send send. Three of those messages a week. You can do that while you're standing in line for your coffee, and build up some of those relationships. Maybe it's you know maybe that's something that could help you get a different job, a connection that you wouldn't wouldn't have made. But they know somebody that was looking for somebody that works for you, and, and bada boom, there you go. You know that could help with stress, help with a new schedule. I mean, whatever. Who knows? Who knows? But connecting with those with those folks not gonna hurt. Not gonna hurt. We are social creatures after all. So having some of those connections, having some of those relationships, investing in them a little bit, just a couple of minutes might help to, to just kind of help you relax a little bit. Maybe it's doing some stretching. Maybe it's doing, you know, I don't know, doing some self massage, just kind of rubbing your, your muscles a little bit with your hands while you're sitting there, uh, in the, in the car line, you know, just kind of massaging your quads a little bit. Shoot. I'm doing it right now, (laughs) you know, inventing time. Um, you know, when, when, when the kids are at, at practice or whatever, recital or rehearsal or whatever, the whatever the extracurriculars are that the kids are doing and you know, you don't have enough time to drop them off and go home and do anything before you have to turn around and go back and pick them up. Well, can you go run? You know, if you don't have enough time to get your miles in in the morning because you got to, you know, you can only get a couple miles in or unless you're waking up at three o'clock in the morning, if you're doing that, well, you know, more power to you. But, you know, if, if you don't have as many hours as you would like to get enough sleep to then get up, to get a good run in, to get on with your day before you have to take the kids to school, maybe you get two or three miles in the morning and then after you drop them off at soccer practice, instead of sitting in the car and scrolling, just go run around the field. And if your kids are old enough that they're like, mom, seriously, dad, seriously, stop running around the field. Well, if they're that old, then you can probably run around the block or you can probably go just a little ways out of the way um, and still be back in time, right? Like you probably don't need to be right on top helicopter parenting while the coaches are, are conducting practice, you know? So, so finding that, that time, inventing that time, making use of those spare minutes here and there can make a difference, can make a difference to help you stay on track, to help you adapt to the new routine, to help you maintain some of those relationships. You know, maybe depending on what your your spouse or partner is doing, maybe you could, you know, sneak away to happy hour during soccer practice, have a glass of wine and just have some conversation without the kids interrupting or eavesdropping, you know? I mean, the, the possibilities are endless on ways to invent time if you just think a little bit, think about where you're lacking, think about what you need to improve, whether it's personal, interpersonal, uh, fitness, physical, mental, mindset, spiritual, whatever, wherever, wherever you feel like you're lagging, wherever you feel like that storm is really brewing. And then that that's where the weak link is. You can get a little bit creative and try to invent some time. Another thing that you can do that will kind of help to invent time. And this is where I'll wrap up because goodness gracious, it's already 20 minutes in should have known, should have known. Um, But you can just schedule, 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 put it on the calendar. If if you, you and I know that if, if we just intend to do something that probably nine times out of 10, it's not going to happen. You know, if I just intend to whatever, to, to make dinner tomorrow night, yeah, it might happen. Probably not. But if I put on the calendar, if I tell Rebecca, Hey, don't worry about dinner tomorrow. I got it. It's going to get done. It's going to get done. You know, one of the things that Rebecca and I used to do, and we just are now starting to get back to it, thankfully, is we used to say that Wednesday nights were, were wine, and, wine and rocking night. We'd go sit out on the back porch, glass of wine, maybe a glass of whiskey for me, but sometimes a glass of wine. You never know. Something something that, that fits the, the sound scheme, though. We'd sit on the rocking chairs and just rock for an hour, hour and a half, talking, most of the time about just... You know, trivial day-to-day stuff. Every once in a while I have a little deeper conversation, but most of the time just but it was a connection. It was quality time. It was away from screens. It was away from distractions. It was awesome. One reason or another, we got away from it. Made a point to get it back on the calendar. Sure enough, what happens? We get it back on the calendar, and we made it out to do it the other night. Schedule those types of things. Schedule time with your with your loved ones. Schedule time with your with your kids. Schedule time with your spouse partner schedule your work stuff obviously schedule your training stuff obviously communicate the schedule share the schedule this day and age everybody has a Google Google uh, calendar sync them to your the people in your family the people that need to know where you're gonna be when you're gonna be there don't schedule everything bookend it you know one thing to the next you need to have a little wiggle room need to have the ability to adapt because you know life is gonna life is gonna life but if the storm is brewing and you're like, gosh, I don't know how this is going to happen. Look at the schedule. Put the important stuff in there. Schedule the priorities. And if if a few things go by the wayside, they just weren't as important right then. And that's okay. That's okay. That's going to happen. And that kind of leads to the final point that in order to get through the storm, in order to survive the perfect storm of life getting crazy, when you're training for a big race and school starting and new routines and, and settling in, you got to focus on what matters. And even though this is a running podcast, and even though we are all runners, and even though our running is very important to all of us, in an honest moment, it's probably safe to say that running is not the most important thing for any of us. Running, running matters to us. Running is important. Running is part of our identity. It's part of what we do to, to relax, to de-stress, to stay happy um to be good people at least i know that's what it is for me running makes me a better person but if the storm is going crazy i'm not willing to sacrifice my marriage because i have a race on the calendar i'm not willing to sacrifice doing things for my daughter being the best dad that i can be because oh sorry babe i i i can't i can't go to your dance recital because i'm going to go run a race Instead, no, 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 no. When the storm is brewing, when things are crazy, focus on what's most important. Uh, like I just said, schedule those things. But if running isn't the most important thing, which most of the time it's probably not, it's it's important, but not the most important. You might have to back off a little bit. You might have to, to shift your goals for this ne- next race and say, hey, you know what? I'm not at a point right now where I can just you know lock in on training for whatever, the Chicago marathon. So maybe, maybe the PR, maybe the, the BQ attempt, maybe, maybe those, maybe it's not the right time for that. Maybe I'll just focus on having fun and just run the race for fun. Or maybe, maybe you you look at the race and say, Hey, you know what? Let me shift down to the, to the half instead of the full or the 10 K instead of the half. Let me defer till next year when maybe I'll have a better opportunity to be focused, be fit and reach my goal than this year this year it's just not it's not in the cards there's too many other things going on the storm is, is raging too loud and i have to put my focus my intentions there's some other places that that need them there's some relationships that need them there's some you know just other things in life that right now are more important and if you if you get in that situation it's okay it's okay maybe not ideal but it doesn't make you less of a runner it doesn't make you a, a bad person it doesn't make you not committed to the sport, to yourself, to your goals. It just means that you got things in the right perspective. So when, when the storm is coming and you're trying to navigate through the perfect storm, maybe you're in the storm right now with, like I said, adjusting to a new schedule, fall fall commitments, things going on. You can get through it. You will get through it. Focus on the things that matter most. Schedule your priorities. Stick to your schedule. Invent time where you can. And when you get to the other side, winds die down, the water's a little bit flatter, a little bit smoother. Then you can get back to the right routine, the good, the normal routine, and build from there. But when you're in the storm, just focus on what matters. Keep taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, and you'll be all right. You'll be all right. So I don't know if this was useful. I don't know if it was helpful, um, but it just struck me when I was talking to... to my 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 ladies the other day that uh this might be something that might be one or two people struggling with right right now and if this just helps you to to take a breath and remember that it's it, you know you'll get through it it'll be all right then it was it was time well spent so uh that is it for the quick tip what do you think w- what did i miss how do you keep things in perspective how do you keep going when life gets gets super crazy uh, and is pulling you at every direction at the same time. How do you keep the plates from crashing to the ground? Let me know. I'm at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. Of course, you can shoot me an email as well, DizRuns at gmail.com. And you can also head over to the show notes for today's episode, which you can find at com slash 769 We got memes, we got gifs, we got links, we got all the things. In the show notes for today's episode, disruns.com slash 769. So that is where we'll wrap this one up. Uh, We're going to get in before the 30 minute mark, but not by a lot. And these quick tips keep getting longer and longer. But uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes I I hope if I open my mouth long enough, something useful will fall out. And I hope something useful fell out today. Uh, Thank you once again to uh, Greg and Brendan and Eric and Bill and David for the support on Patreon. And if anybody else wants to jump on board, and uh, you know, a dollar, two dollars, five, eight, ten, whatever works for you, uh, Patreon.com/slash/dizruns. Link is in the description of the show. It's in the show notes as well. You can always find that link. Um, And new things coming. New new things coming to Patreon. So uh, stay tuned for more updates on that. But until next time, be well. Thank you guys for everything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Thanks for telling others about the show. We continue to grow. And uh, I know it's because of y'all. So thank you for everything you do to support me. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully something useful falls out of my mouth once in a while to uh, support you as we go. And if there's ever anything else I can do for you, please let me know. And until next time, see you.